Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And then, like, that, I, you know what my favorite episode is? Which one? My recent one, from the recent ones, is when we did the porn cheating one. Oh, and you went well, off we had really good... We had some toxic-ass uh, people. Right, right. But, well, like... <laughs> <laughs> so I could relate. I could relate. You, like, went off on... I just love when you kind of, like, go off on them. Like, I know that we should be treating our listeners dad. with love. I, I but, but it comes from love. That. It's just tough yeah. love. It's funny love. <laughs> it comes from the heart. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get started. Okay. I read some emails. All right, here we go. <laughs> I don't know why I was like waiting for you to like just do it. I was like, plug yourself. That's fine. Anyways, <laughs> hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brooklyn Therapy. And we have your actual favorite HK <laughs> braids. <laughs> Am I their favorite or your favorite? I think we you're my favorite. <laughs> No, you're everyone's favorite. And I'm not doing that just to suck your dick. But like, <laughs> but no, I I mean, there's been times where like I've been on like the show with someone uh-huh. and I'll be like, I want HK Brains to read it. And I'm like, oh, so sorry. We have to do the next one. <laughs> <laughs> this was for HK Brains. Well, I appreciate that. Thank but you. But it's, you know, it's okay. It's always a pleasure being here. It's a time between here. you and Rose. Yeah. Comment below, Rose or HK. <laughs> <laughs> That's my competition. That's I'm my just kidding. That's we're not gonna do competition. that. It's we're gonna Alma. next show in New York. We're gonna arm wrestle. Right. <laughs> you should. <laughs> we should. Oh my we god. Should. Holy shit. Okay. Let's see. I I really just want because the last episode had such juicy topics and like stories. Like I want like more juicy. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I do see. like when they get deep for sure. But yeah, you know, it's also nice to like sprinkle a little. Juice. Right. Sometimes I feel like we talk about sex so much yeah. that I need like a palate cleanser. That's what cleanser. they tune in for, right? No. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> I love talking about sex. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously making a living out of it, but it's just like sometimes I need a palate cleanser. Right. right. You know, like I want to talk about, well, this one says cheese mate on my love life. Okay. So let's go with that. Okay. Hey, girl, I like to share my story and hopefully hear your advice on the pod. Three years ago, I started a situationship with one of my coworkers. (laughs) I love when (laughs) just within the first two seconds, you're like toxic. (laughs) We're like, we know where this is going. Uh, Just like the lie. Yeah. Anyways, no, like the moment you set it up, who this person is? Literally, I think it was and, like two or three episodes ago when you were like, <laughs> "This girl, you you read it so casually, but it was like, oh yeah, I met this guy in the pandemic. Two weeks in, I got pregnant. I was like, wait, wait, ah! wait, let's just give me a second to process what the fuck this bitch just said. They just be like getting straight to the yeah, point, which is yeah, fine. Like That's it, great. Like That's it. great. Yeah, yeah. But I want you to read along too. Okay. Pop. Let's popcorn read. 
Can you imagine how chaotic that would be? That would be so chaotic. There you go. There were those times when you were reading last time and I was reading along where I was like trying to fix it for you. Wait, do you want to try to do popcorn read one okay, sentence? Okay, fine. I'll do this first paragraph and you get the next paragraph. No, we have to, popcorn read. We do one word each. I'm just kidding. No, that's annoying. We're going to lose it. 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 Lose subscribers. Really, I'm sober though. You know what? Someone commented that. I, after this review, I couldn't look anymore because my feelings were hurt. No. Because they were Wait, like. Really? It was like on Apple. And they were saying like, I love this show and I love what they talk about, but I can't stand that she eats so much <gasps> on the show. What the fuck? I said she gave me four stars wow. because of the eating. Ruthless. People are ruthless. Yeah. And so I was like, damn, okay. The internet. And so I kind of... Apple you, reviews? <laughs> She's a cunt. <laughs> yeah. To go out of your way... <laughs> To go on Apple reviews. Yeah. It's kind of cunty. Wow. It's kind of cunty. Like, at least leave a fucking comment on YouTube, bitch. No, right? Kidding. Or, like, let me know. Like, let me know on the low. Like, if you really support the show, it's this okay. is all, like, independent shit. I don't got a team. Damn. But you're ruining my fucking... The reviews. So everyone's going to give me five stars and let me know that you yeah, like Yeah, please go on Apple eating. and leave five-star reviews. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Three years ago, I started a situation with one of my coworkers. He told me he wasn't ready for a relationship, typical, but I stayed anyways, typical. We. <laughs> sorry. Just both of them. Pew, pew, pew. We dated for a year, basically lived together. Okay. Our, fa okay. our families knew we were together, but we always asked to keep it a secret from our job for some reason. After a year, he told me that an ex-coworker from his ex-job was getting hired at our workplace. He told me that he used to like her, but she always had a boyfriend. After, after this girl got hired, he gradually stopped seeing me. But I was so in love with him that we still oh, fucked every other month. Oh, oh, she turned into the side piece. Sorry, I'm speculating. I'm speculating. I'm speculating. No, she well, said at least she's being treated like she one. said she he stopped seeing her. Yeah, and, and they only they fuck would just like fuck once a month. Every month. So that, does that mean they stopped living together? That's that's the I don't understand. Questions. Yeah. Right. I started dating other guys, but nothing ever really worked out because I still had feelings for him. But he made it really hard for me to date. He would blow up my phone if he knew I was on a date and do other crazy shit like show up drunk to my house. Wow. <sighs> Wait, I was supposed to read that paragraph. I'm just kidding. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm right. just... Right. Go, go, go. <laughs> With the next one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Taking this too seriously. Meanwhile, I suspected they had started dating, <clears throat> although he'd always deny it. I never really got closure on how things ended, but a few months later, I met my now fiance. Good for you. Okay. Applause. I'm just kidding. Oh, applause. <laughs> applause. Applause. Um, he's, the, he's the best human being I've ever been with. Oh, have you been with other creatures? No, I'm just kidding. My fiance doesn't know about my past with that guy. As doesn't matter. It's he thinks he's a regular coworker. Oh, because you still work with him. Mm. Okay, I guess y'all are very committed to your job. Yeah, I guess I never <laughs> really. Oh yeah, the yeah. I guess I never climbing. told him because I really got my heart broken and didn't want to reopen that wound. Fair. Okay. 
Oh, my fiance and I recently found out we're pregnant. Congratulations. I was over the moon excited, but then I found out my co-worker got his girl pregnant. Copycats. So he finally admitted they've been together this entire time. Her and I got pregnant around the same time. We even got engaged a few days apart. Wow. Anyway, seeing them together still hurts in some ways. Is it wrong to think that in a parallel universe, it would be us together? No, I think it's normal to think that. But it's it's not... sent from my iPhone. It's not useful. Because my old roommate, I had to, like, beat it out of him uh, whenever he would break up with someone... Uh, which was so many times. But <laughs> the worst part was getting him out of the rut of not running back to his ex because he was always like, but, you know, what if he gets better? What if blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, the thing is, you have all the data. He's cheated on you how many times? He's given you STDs how many times? You are now going to be the fucking dumbass if you keep going back to that. What is it going to take? And keep hoping for the best when this person keeps showing you that they're motherfucking garbage. Right. So it is normal for you to think that, whoa, maybe we could have worked out, but you didn't. So while those are your thoughts, always come back to what the motherfucking reality is. You found a good man. You have a great man. You're about to have a wonderful family. So, like, it's okay to think those things. But now what you also need to realize is you did better. Like yeah. with and both of these people, you could just you know cut them out. It is awkward because you work together, so obviously you'll have those triggers because they're still in your vicinity. Right. But so what? All you have to do is remind yourself, oh, I'm living a great life. Yeah. 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 I just think that like to hang on to what could have been because sometimes you know I'll think about like what if I made this certain decision with this ex and what if I chose to go this path instead of this? You know, like what? Like I think it's okay to kind of like look at it in that way um but also know that like i think for me it's what helped me kind of realize that i was in a healthier situation because i look at like certain decisions i made in my life with certain guys like if I, if i chose to go to move to alabama live with morgan rather than you know choose me and then meet brian and be where i am now it's like you know you you made the right decision because you followed your heart you knew that this person um wasn't treating you the way that you deserved. And like, yeah, it took him leaving the situation, but that's a blessing, you know? And so I think it's okay to like look at those things, but also just know that just use that in a sense of like to understand and to remind yourself that, you know, you are where you're meant to be, you know? So, um, yeah, but don't dwell on it. If there's a point where it's like you're dwelling on it too much, then there's something maybe to dive in. Maybe there's a lot of regret that um, you're dealing with with like in your own situation. Um, so that that could be something that I think that you would have to like have a conversation with with yourself about. But I think it's okay to like look back and be like, what if I chose this ex? And like, what if we kept go- going? What would have happened? Um, but at the end of the day, it didn't happen. Yeah. And you are where you're supposed to be. Correct. I think you brought up a good point. You definitely still have to be on watch with yourself and your intrusive thoughts because mm-hmm. if you let it go <coughs> this is why it's important again to learn about emotional intelligence and process shit right. without just sweeping it under the rug or suppressing emotions yeah. because if you don't address uh feelings that are unprocessed not just with this with anything whether it's like you know anger or or sadness or depression 
process that shit as soon as possible. And it's difficult sometimes. It right. can be hard work. This, I think, is frivolous. You can get over it really quick. Right. But other things are going to happen in your life that you're going to be like harder trials and tribulations. You want to face that head on because if you don't and you let it go un untreated it could develop worse so yeah don't let your intrusive thoughts about this guy develop into like Something. longing and right. then you start like trying to message each other low-key because the thing is i can tell he's toxic and he's unhealed it right. sounds like he might have like dated this girl and got her pregnant out of spite or he just wasn't your person right well it definitely not definitely not her person right, right 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 but uh you know the fact that it just sucks that you are in close quarters right i would love for you to get a completely new job so you don't have to seize people anymore because then true. you wouldn't have you you get rid of the trigger right and that right. would be a better overall still a reminder to see him all the time like, yeah that's still like it's a better overall choice for your personal development in your life going forward um yeah. so yeah do that if it's possible if it's feasible um but for the most part you have wonderful things going on for you and congratulations again yeah, can't wait for your baby. baby bring your baby to the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> i imagine <laughs> oh my god I will, we'll have like a daycare in the back hk would uh, handle your guys's <laughs> oh kid. Yo, good uh, luck good, good luck <laughs> Good luck. $50 a pop. Oh, yeah. No, I just... Uh, <laughs> I don't clean barf. I don't I don't change diapers. Right. You just, you're just at a watch. Yeah, yeah, I just not, make cute videos. Doing, right? That's it. <laughs> make cute videos. And that's it. But um, I was going to say something, but I totally forgot. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, we got whatever. off track. Um, but yeah, I think... I think... Yeah, I think it's... um. There's been times where... Oh, here, here's the thing. I think going back to like, oh, he is pregnant or she's pregnant and he, you know, he's engaged now. Like, you know, when you care for someone and then you move on from the relationship and then you see like, you know, the fucking Facebook update or like the Instagram update, when you hear and find out that they're like having those really big monumental moments in their lives, like it's still going to like sting a little bit, not like a lot. Like for me, you know, my first love from, you know, my high school boyfriend from 15 years old to 20 years old, like, you know, obviously I, I don't want to be with him anymore. I've accepted, like, it's been a long time since we've broken up, but you know, he is newly married and, uh, also just announced that he was having a boy and I was like so happy for him. But there was a part that was like, oh, you know, like the, it, it does, it does sting a little bit because at one portion of your life, you really felt connected to this person. You shared your life together. You shared your That's, life together. That's fair. That's fair. So and in, at one point, especially for me, like I thought he was going to be like the father of my kids. You know, I mean, obviously I was like 16 and like, didn't know, you know, still really young, but I yeah. thought he was going to be that, you know? And so to obviously have healed from that, I, I don't, I no longer look at him as that. But of course that 16 year old self, you know, is going to be like, oh, that sucks. But I'm also like, I'm happy for you, you know? So I think it's just, just, just understand that like those feelings are normal, but at the end of the day, shit, you're, you're having a baby. You're, you know, so like focus on your life and all your blessings. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, 
pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. <laughs> so if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Look at us. We're like so healed. (laughs) (laughs) It took a long... I hope so. I know. I fucking hope so. (laughs) What What did you realize that you were like emotionally mature? Uh, oh, are you yesterday? <laughs> it's very recent. Because very, you very are recent. like the thing as is, chaotic as you can be. I I took a lot. <laughs> like I'd say no, seriously. Yeah. Like right, the worst, the not the worst. The worst was when I probably was with my long term partner. Yeah, and then I thought like, oh, I've learned so much, and I was so happy to be single again. And like that was a healing moment to be like independent. Yeah. But then every guy I went for after was just like horrible treating me like shit and then the last time that i was super super toxic was when it was like right before the pandemic like 2017 to 2019 i caught feelings for a close friend and it turned into like a smorgasbord of like drama season after season of just like i he liked me i liked him but it never turned anything but then like when we weren't in sync it was just like I got really crazy possessive and I was like wondering where he's at when I was right. like, why we're not even dating to the point where like, unfortunately we're no longer friends anymore. And, uh, that definitely helped me. I learned a lot through the loss. And, um, I, after that, I definitely learned how to become a better friend. Um, but realized that I, I needed to heal a lot of myself. And then pandemic, I feel, was just like everyone's reflection point because right. we had nothing else to do. Right. Um, but I had a lot. 
I was still getting into trouble here and there and doing stupid shit. Um, but yeah, so I would say it's it's very it's been an ongoing process, of course, throughout my adulthood. But very recently, am I now fully confident that I have achieved a certain level, solidified a certain level? And they say that in your thirties is when yeah. you finally achieve like your mindset. That's like, or you solidify your mindset, yeah. your personality. Most of us, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, some people, yeah. Um, and I mean, in life, you're <laughs> always going to be keep be, learning. Yeah, yeah. everyone has their own journey. Yeah, and like, I would like to hope and think that I do have an open-minded mindset for the most part so that I can still be open to learning. But yes, it's very a very recent development to be confident <laughs> in what I've learned and, yeah. and say that I'm healed <laughs> in more areas than one. Yeah. <laughs> Not all. Yeah. But There's always going to be a genre of something in our life that we're really trying to like yeah, overcome. Yeah. yeah. A genre, is that the right word? There's yeah. always going to be something in our life that we're always trying to like overcome. Yeah, there's always areas of construction in construction <laughs> yeah 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 so it says oh. when your life turns into a novella mm. okay there you go i put it up for you too do you want to start it off sure okay Ooh. okay <laughs> <laughs> oh they want dan quay but it's fine he's unavailable <laughs> Hi, Steph. I'm a big fan of the show, and I'm hoping you and Dan Quay from the male perspective can help me. We got HK. Well, you're getting the fact perspective. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I am, I am the fact perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I am not big on dating, and I am a huge introvert. So am I. But this year, I decided to get over it and try my luck on a dating app. Woo! I met this guy. Let's call him Manuel. Manuel. And we have gone on six dates. I also live with two roommates, a male and a female, <coughs> who I have known for, ten, for over 10 years. Oh, wow. On my third date with Manuel, the male roommate, let's call him Michael, told me he has feelings for me. Whoa! Oh, God. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, sorry, not the situation. I love the, the juice. The drama. In the, in the, from the drama the that's not yours. From the jump, yeah. Yeah. This was unexpected and came as a complete shock. We dated once over 10 years ago in high school. It was a short relationship, if you could call it that, that only lasted for a month. Since then, we've never dated, but have fooled around a few times oh. here and there. We were always clear we were nothing <laughs> but friends and would never date again. All right, my turn. So, again, when he told me this, I questioned the timing and his motivations. This led to an explosive arguments and a lot of hurt feelings. I've dated on and off in the past, and never this never came up. I even told my roommates the day I downloaded a dating app. When I told him I didn't want to date him, he blew up, and it made things awkward around the house. Since then, we've talked and agreed to give it a few dates to see if we even have romantic feelings for each other. The dates have gone okay, but I'm not sure the spark is there. All the while, I did go <laughs> on more dates with Manuel. He is funny, nice, and sexy as hell. Ooh, oh, Manuel. Manuel, sexy as hell. I definitely... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I definitely feel a spark, and we communicate great. He even knows the situation and is willing to wait for me. Okay, he is quality. He's quality. Yeah. I don't, uh, that, 
a secure man is is very rare. Is lo- yeah. Secure that one. <laughs> I don't mind. Ha- I don't have many bad things to say, but he is going through a divorce currently. Oh, baggage. That's all right. Yeah. I found the case on public records to make sure. LOL. Okay. She loves detected. Oh my God. Okay. I am very confused of my feelings and hope you can help me. I need an outside perspective to help me sort out these thoughts. I don't want to hurt anyone, but I feel like I am way past that. I know I need to make a decision, but I feel so, so, so stuck. I am not used to dating to I am not used to dating two people at once and feel like calling it quits and being single again. No. Things were so simple when I was single, but now it's as messy as a novella. Please help. Well, I'm here to tell you you're dating correctly. Life is messy. Life is fucking chaotic and this is actually not the worst. This is, this is I would be willing to say this, this is, is mild. Yeah, I would be willing to say this is mild. Ain't nobody right. ain't nobody pregnant, ain't nobody catching no diseases. <laughs> ain't nobody getting ain't, nobody's fighting, no, no violence. Yeah. Like this There's, is you're everyone's very adult for the most part. Yeah. Um it just seems like the friend is just yeah. maybe I would a little say bit messy. It's just yeah, awkward. He just it's has just, feelings and yeah. his feelings are hurt, which is fine, but like you ultimately have to choose for yourself who you want to be with. Yeah. And so I, I feel like from reading this email, I already know who she wants to be with. She already painted the picture so perfectly for us that yeah. we know where she's heading towards. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to take control and do like the, the healthiest choice move out, cause it's just going to make it worse for him. Like sure. You're in the clear cause you're already dating a great guy and your life is in order, but I'm pretty sure cause being on the other end of unrequited love fucking sucks. Or how did homeboy move out? I used to still, live so annoying for or that him. Too. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Because I used to, there was a point in time when I was living with someone that I totally fell for Aww. and it absolutely sucked. Um, and then I admitted it to them and they politely declined. Oh, and and then a week after I admitted it to them, they started dating someone else. You started dating someone else? <laughs> no, he started dating someone oh. else. And, uh, and then oh. that guy was over and they became a serious, serious relationship. They were over it, but love them now. I fully right, support right. them. They're on the way to begin getting married. Like it, yeah. it was, it was just like in the, in the moment for the two years that I lived Right. With that person, it was grueling. Yeah. Um, and if the the thing is, we never fought. It was still all love with, between us. So the fact that he's getting to the point where you guys are like, I think you said you have ex- explosive arguments. That is unhealthy um, and technically not necessary because you're not progressing through those arguments and you can cut it out by one of you vacating the space. And I know that may seem drastic in the moment, but is it really? I don't think so if you're prioritizing your both of your mental health. Yeah. Because, again, you should be able to be adults and live in a space with someone and, and be okay, especially if you're friends and if you love each have a friend love for each other. But clearly the feelings are getting tied up and it's resulting in the... Yeah, the argument. So I hope I hope the best for you, and I hope men well. Like so he sounds like a good guy, just caught up in the unrequited love phase. Right. So yeah, and keep keep your man, even though he's a divorcee. But yeah, I was gonna say like him being a divorce it is not. It really shouldn't be a red flag as we're adults now. Like it, if anything, it shows that it's a green flag. Right, like he's down to commit, you know, and so and just because it didn't work out, like that's. 
their marriage and their relationship. Yeah. He has a past and he knows all, when to cut out unhealthy things. Yeah, it, exactly. So it's like, it's fine. You know, I think the only time it's a red flag is if it's like the ex-wife is still around, you know, but that is just, again, like. Now you're writing, <laughs> writing the novella. <laughs> yeah, now that's a novella, right? But like, it's just, we're adults here. And as we get older, like it's going to be something that's more common as yeah. if, you know, when someone has kids, someone's been divorced, like it's just something that's just like yeah. as adults, it's just going to come up more and more as we get older. And I just reading back, I think I recognize like for you, it might just be all new and maybe you're, you're used to a pace of that's not so dynamic. Mm. I have to sneeze. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> that was a quiet sneeze for yeah. a Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, yeah, no, you're right. Like it, it's it just has a dynamic. It's yeah. just well, her dynamic. It's just dating, right? When, she, when <laughs> I, going back to when she said that she feels like she wants to go back to simple times when it was, you were single and that there was no drama. The thing is, again, life is dynamic, and I had to recognize that when I realized, fuck, I'm always. I had those moments. I was like, why am I always in drama? Why is it always in drama? And I like, yeah. I started then guilting myself and being like, oh, I'm making bad choices, or oh, I'm around. I'm choosing to be around chaotic people. People do that. People be like, blame it on their friends. They blame it on themselves. It's just fucking life. We all have growing pains. We all have things we're going through. We all have feelings. It's just human nature. And so recognize that now and get used to it. And then I'll recognize that you you do have choices to not continue to choose chaos. Um, But it's completely normal. Choices. Yeah. There's been times where I was wishing I had choices for two for mm. at least one guy to like me. Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> Every time I've dated two guys yeah, and I'm like trying options. to get I'm just trying to get one to like me, but yeah, they're yeah. just kind of there and not really. Yeah. So, I think you're in a good spot. Yeah. That's just part of human uh, like interpersonal relationships is that there's always going to be something going on. And sometimes I don't want to say like that drama is necessary, but it's just again, life like living with other people, like things are gonna happen. People. That's have why, like, Love Is Blind is so popular, and like Love Island is so popular, is because it's the reality of dating multiple people at once, but it being so in your face and honest, because it's like they're in, you know, in an experiment essentially. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of like that where it's like, you know, you. I'm watching a lot of Love Is Blind. Um, where, you know, you, you really like someone and then someone else who's also in the experiment likes this person too. And then like, you know, you likes both of you and having to choose and stuff like that. And it's just like, because, you know, like relationships are so dynamic and, you know, feelings are just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just dating. Yeah. It's just dating. Yeah. So. You're fine. You're doing great. You're okay. You're doing great, sweetie. This is not a novella. <laughs> I was expecting more. <laughs> we were waiting for like the false pregnancy. Right, exactly. Like the, he was uh, like, yeah, that scandal. Like Manuel was like actually married, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And not divorced. But like you you did your research and he was divorced. Yeah. So it's like You're doing fine. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just living. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay. Please help me get over a toxic fuckboy. Right. This is literally Broco Therapy 101. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, first I want to say I love, love, love your podcast. So to get right into it, 
I was with my on-again, off-again boyfriend for three years. We lived together, and we recently just had a baby together eight months ago. Juicy. Oh, shit. So congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Everyone's been pregnant. Yeah. And I took a plan B the other day. In this economy, (laughs) y'all are brave. (laughs) Right? It's a luxury to have kids at this point. It's like, you know. We're uh, we're no longer together because our relationship was toxic. Okay. Honestly, props to y'all for recognizing that. He was always lying and cheating, and I was always being stupid and codependent on him, so I would take him back. Mm. Well, fast forward, we're broken up, and we have continued to hook up. Okay, well, that, that happens. He is talking to a new girl and has canceled plans with her to spend time with me and says he never wants to stop hooking up. At one point... I felt the same because the dick is good, LOL, and I thought, screw the other girl because I was cheated on. But is that the girl he was cheating on you with? Yeah. That's a little toxic. Well, now I'm starting to get into my feelings and miss what we had, but I know we aren't right. It's hard because usually I could ghost him to forget him, but we have a child, so we have to speak on a daily basis. Can you please help me with some advice on how to move on and get into my feelings and and not get into my feels every time we see or speak to each other? Yes, it's called boundaries. So... The reason why you keep going back to each other is because you haven't allowed no space boundaries. between. There's literally no rules and boundaries and anything. You need space apart to grow essentially apart, um, but in, in ways that are necessary. You need to allow yourselves to grow individually, separate from each other. And yes, you have a child, so you will always be connected. And you always must stay connected to raise this child. But outside of that, draw the boundaries. We are just co-parenting. We are only this. Stop fucking each other. Clearly it leads to nothing but good sex, and that's fine, but you can also literally get good sex from other people. And uh, and that goes for both of y'all. Um, but first, of, first and foremost, main priority is the child. You have to put your kid first. And think about that when you guys fuck around and be like, oh shit, we're dipping into our own selfish needs. And the worst... Again, I got into this on the Patreon episode, but the worst thing that can happen is when your single parent or your co-parent starts prioritizing their personal bullshit and then they take a step away from being a parent. Of course that fucking happens. It sometimes can be unavoidable, but the sooner you can recognize that you need to prioritize parenting, the better it is for you to show up for your child. And that's just, that is totally my own personal projection um, but again, as a child who dealt with so much of that, right. um, it fucking sucked. What was your mom's dynamic? Cause was your dad around really? We cut him out when I was, by the time I was four or five years old. Oh really? It was necessary because he was horrible abuser. Yeah. Okay. And so what was your mom's dynamic with men and how, how do you think that like, affected she was a you? like what did you see? And she how was that a hoe for show, but I was excited because I wanted her to, I wanted her to have her fun and I wanted her. It's crazy, but like this is the other thing that you don't realize, like when you as a, maybe it could be single parenting, but it also can happen in a, in a home with two parents. Yeah. When the parents just stop prioritizing parenting their child, 
you push them into adultification, which is making your child grow up faster and 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 have to like jump to being independent and jump to doing things, which sounds like it can be a good thing. But for the most part, not you're really, skipping not over yeah. levels of development. And right. like, sure, I gained maturity and independence much quicker than other people, but I missed out on a lot of other developmental shit. Because it's going off of survival. Like, it's like this. Yeah. yeah it's, and it's formative yeah. years. So again, circumstances are circumstances. You can't always offer the best environment to, to have the perfect childhood upbringing. I understand that clearly. Right. But... <laughs> in retrospect um so yeah when my mom was single i just wanted her to be happy because i recognized how horrible my dad was to both of us yeah. um but then there was a point where she would start dating guys and tell it wasn't her idea it was her toxic ass friends ideas but they were like oh yeah like you'll definitely get laid if you just tell tell them that uh harrison's your little brother because my mom has such a young look um, she looked so young, like so at 40, pretend. she looked 20. And so like when she never said it herself, but her yeah. friends would say it for her. They'd be like, well, that's just, cause the guys would be like, is that your son? And her, it was my mom's friends. They'd be like, oh no, no, that's just her little brother. And you would hear that? Yeah. <gasps> Girl. And what would you say? I would just kids, go along kids. with it. I would play along. Cause I'd be yeah. like, oh yeah, la. like, like. I again I wanted my mom to have fun. I just want to hug little Harris. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it was like, fucked up. Yeah. Um I mean th- the good thing is that in those moments I didn't recognize that it was wrong. Yeah. And you know things could have been could have been worse. Like like I'm just I was just glad that we were all having fun together and that I was like, you know, You're able to go on time. trips with my mom and I wasn't being abused anymore and like right. but recognizing that oh, no, my mom she was supposed to definitely show up as a mother in those moments like yeah, yeah it wasn't completely correct um and you should have been dating these other boys they were like 20 somethings when yeah. my mom was like getting into her 40s how old was she when she had so you? my mom was young she was 24 okay and so by this era she was like into like her 30s um and she looked again she looked young for her age yeah because asian so, no reason right and uh <laughs> And you look like young as fuck being in your thirties. <laughs> yeah. Like you look like you could be twenty four. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was. It wasn't until I realized as an adult, like, oh, that was not correct. You know, like yeah. you definitely should have showed up as a parent. Um, and would they like? But the stay child would never blame you. That's the thing. As the yeah. adult, you need to recognize when you're pushing certain boundaries and when you're per- you're not. Uh, showing up as the parent you should be um so yeah back to y'all <laughs> uh, no, no i was just i was just saying because that's like just kind of I, I guess i just wanted to like highlight that because you know for like the reader now again like just really just talk about how you know prioritizing the dick and all this stuff and uh, yeah it, it kind of gets to a point where like it, it's it is a toxic relationship and like your kids could feel that like we could yes. feel like when your parents are not getting along or like, you know, they could read the room. Like, I think that we forget that kids could feel energy so much more intensely, I think, than like adults or so, you know? Yeah. And so um, I think that, I think that, again, that was just like kind of my point was just like, I, I wanted, you were right with like prioritizing the kid. Like, mm. just think of that first before you just dive into like all these, you know, self-destructive behavior. And again, we're human. We're going to make these mistakes. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's okay, but I think 
same time, you just have to know again boundaries. I'm glad you and be important and be very like strict with those boundaries because your kid's gonna feel it. And like you, you know, the prime example of like any person it comes from their parents. Mm. So just really like think of that first before anything else. And I think that's just what being a parent is, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm glad you brought that up specifically because it was. I think I made it a little too general, like, yes, prioritize parenting, but what specifically? Because think they'll think that, like, oh, I'm showing up financially for my kid. Nah, that's, like, barely a portion of actually yeah. being a parent. Like, you got to show up for your kid when they need help with their education, when whatever way you can support your... Right. Like, I wish my family fucking showed up to, like, my concerts and shit. They never fucking Aww. gave a fuck about, like, my performances or, like, even, like, me being queer. Like... Yeah. Because I'm sure I was already expressing it at a young age, but nobody, like, uh, came Catered to, like, new, like nurture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, so make sure, along with financial support and other things that you are showing up in ways as a parent in, in more than one. And the other specific one to this is holding the boundary of not letting your child see your messy dating life. Cause that was a boundary. I wish I never like opening my my mom's purse and pulling out a fucking strip of magnums may seem (laughs) funny to me now. Yeah. But yeah. as a child, that's definitely not something that you should you should see. Right. I know that you specifically are not messy, but this is like now this is just general it's information. It's just like you can like, have that life, but make sure again boundaries, boundaries. having that boundaries yeah, yeah. between that and like being yeah. a parent. And then when so. you get to the later years, when they're going from child to teenager to young adult, have those open conversations. Yeah. Prioritize having those conversations because they are going to need mentors to help them through having better dating lives than you. Right to like, and I will grill you. I will grill you, fucking heteros, for raising (laughs) for that. Even like, if your parents are still together, right? Because like, I mean, my parents divorced when I was sixteen, but just even being like a little girl and like seeing my parents' dynamic, like, I remember always thinking like my parents weren't in love, Mm. you know. And so, I'm not saying that like, what you know, I'm just saying that like, going again, going back to just like kids know, yeah, you know, they don't really like have the words to articulate it they like know and so i think for the my entire life my parents were together like i knew like this wasn't gonna like work out so when they divorced i was like bitch i knew it like you know what i mean so um so yeah so i think just just keep that in mind when you are, are going back and forth with this toxic um baby daddy situation yeah (laughs) because Especially while the child is a baby, it's like, oh yeah, the child's not aware of any of it. But then you, it's gonna become aware soon. As much you're you're not, if you're not nipping this bad habit in the butt, you're definitely not gonna stop it once they start recognizing. You know, like yeah. So yeah. Okay, well that was a good one. Just do another Uh, one. Yeah. Okay. This one says cornfields, murals, and a toxic friend. And there was a mural outside. Remember? Oh, this is a thicky, but it's fine. Uh, February 23rd this is this past February so not too too late well actually by the time this is out this is probably June <laughs> so sorry um, okay popcorn reading okay. I'll start off and then you go yeah. <clears throat> hey Steph I've been listening to your podcast for almost a year now I love listening all the experiences and advice you and your friends share are very funny 
our wait share our funny very helpful and also relatable you can say very funny very funny <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely something i've needed in my life i love the energy keep up the good work girl warning this message is thick and i apologize in advance i love we that like she used the word thick, thick because we i like mean, it thick we like it thick you could call me raven a little bit about wait how about you do this okay okay imagine if we put like a minimum word count <laughs> Like timer, yeah. timer's up. <laughs> you there can you call me Raven. That's Raven. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit about myself. I am a 24 year old Taurus. 34 year old Taurus. I am an artist. We love that. I also okay. do photography. I love all the spiritual things: astrology, tarot, crystals seances no i'm just kidding <laughs> etc i love working on cars oh, okay being around animals is this your dating profile i know are you trying to like date one of us being around animals I'm and being shit. in nature i will just you i will just use sun signs for for names because i know y'all are into astrology and i'm here for it it's very common it's common it's very good yeah, yeah except you're not into astrology so i'm gonna have to oh no it's okay it's, it's your brand. <laughs> and I'm here for it, LOL. I need an in an outside perspective and my current on my current situation. I'm so lost and have no idea what to do with my life. I've been living in the city for a few years and I've I've had a really hard time making friends and finding a job that I actually like. Relatable. I currently have, yeah, relatable <laughs> to a, a lot of levels. I currently have two jobs and I work six days a week. <sighs> RIP. Yeah, you're working hard. Yeah. I live, there, <clears throat> I live with my friend and he's a cancer. Long story short, we grew up in the same town and moved here with a group of friends, but now it's just us. We've always been good friends, but now that it's just the two of us, it's constant drama and butting heads. Ooh. Where do they live? Oh, they live in Kansas City. Okay. Don't dox them. My, I love that she does paragraphs, though. So yeah. the next paragraph is me. I've struggled with depression and anxiety since I was young, and over the years, I've changed a lot and have gone really into spirituality. It's helped me become more self-aware, understand myself and other people. I'm still working on myself. Nobody's perfect, and I don't want to come off as a mean as come off as mean or negative in this next part. But cancer is driving me crazy, as cancers do. No offense, because my boyfriend's cancer. Um, <laughs> I realize that he is very controlling. Everything has to be done his way, and if it isn't, it's the end of the world. He wants me to hang out with him or help him with projects all the time. And if I tell him that I don't want to, he will guilt trip me. He's very back and forth with his mood. One minute we're friends and the next he'll be threatening to kick me out. Sometimes. Oh, so he's dramatic. Wow. That's, that's yeah. Sometimes he, he will just explode. And I mean, scream and throw things like a child. A couple of days ago, he literally punched a hole in the door because I was trying to explain to him that I don't like how he guilt trips me and how I don't like that he talks shit about me on social media. Wow. Literally the <laughs> next day. It's like we'd be subtweeting. So he's... Who does that? He's a performer and clearly he, needs attention. Yeah. Literally the next day, he was being all nice to me like it never happened. Ooh. I asked him, why are you being nice after what happened yesterday? He, his response is, it's in the past. Bro, dot, dot, dot. I haven't, it hadn't even been 24 hours yet. He concerns me. 
I want to help him, but anytime I try to bring up his behavior, he immediately shuts me down and says, I am a narcissist, that I am a horrible friend, that I'm selfish, calls me every name in the book. It just makes me feel like total shit. I could go on about how he acts and the things he posts online about me, but I'm trying to keep this as short as I can, LOL. I'm sick of living with him and trying to be his friend, and it sucks because he's honestly my only friend here. Then again, friends don't do that type of stuff, dot, dot, dot. So I guess he's totally really not my friend. I don't know anymore. Is it okay if we pause a little intermission? Yes. So I think there's a lot to break down, and this is only chapter two of seven. <laughs> it's only book two of Harry Potter. <laughs> yes, yes, but I like, love it. I love where you're yeah. going, and I love that this is an in-depth story. So at this point, chapter two, I think we've all had this chapter two villainous friend. Yeah fucking run bro like as fast as you can because i've been through multiple friends like this multiple voldemorts in my life and in retrospect all i can think is like i wish i ran immediately cut off ghost block whatever you need to do and i know like i think you're living together or whatever but like you can find new friends. You are a quality person. I already know that from what you're saying. And this person is, is beyond your help. They're not beyond any help, but they're beyond your help because they clearly don't want any help, especially from you. He's the narcissist because he's gaslighting you. He's the one with all the issues and he's deflecting because he has some deep insecurity and all these unsorted, unprocessed feelings that are turning into anger. And the, the, the hitting the wall, the outburst and everything, it's just fucking performance because he'd rather spend his, spend his energy acting like a fucking child than processing his yeah, motherfucking he's emotions. Yeah, a fucking tantrum, like yeah. a fucking two-year-old. Right, so he's not an adult, and yeah. you should not be around that. So, again, I know it's, not, it's easier said than done, and you probably can't do it right away, but as soon as you can, exit. Make your fucking exit and move on and write the next story because you're going to waste so much time and energy on someone who's fucking helpless or in in your capacity because this yeah. person can only help themselves <sighs> and it's not your fucking job. It's not your job. Yeah. And also going, going back to the astrology part, cancers, I mean, as we all know, are like one of the most... <laughs> what? Do you want a little sippy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I could finish a whole one. That's okay. Okay. I'll finish it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little drinky pause. Cheers. Sorry. Yeah, it's cheers. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right? That was I really had good. the mango flavor. I like that. Yeah. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. So, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> we did like a whole ad for that. Yes, right we now. really fucking did. <laughs> for those who are on YouTube, Topo Chico. We literally did a whole thing. Um, <laughs> I think they did try to sponsor the show with, but it didn't mm. work. yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, so I, you know, going back to the astrology part, cancers are very sensitive, and I think that like anytime I say that, like, oh, my boyfriend's a cancer, so and so is a cancer, they like they're like, no, run because of situations like this. But I'm going to give cancers a lot of credit. If you if they are emotionally mature and have worked on themselves, they are fantastic. But this is a perfect example of a cancer who has not worked on himself because it, clearly he has a lot of built-up emotions and he doesn't know how to wh- and what to do with it. Like, he just fucking throws a tantrum and yeah. just hopes someone else figures it out for him. You said that perfectly. He doesn't have the emotional 
capacity, emotional intelligence yet. Yeah. To process like, to know oh, what to I'm do. the problem. Right. Malignant cancer. <laughs> girl, be the, girl, be the chemo. Cut them out. Right? Cut them out. Throw them white blood cells in there. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, next sentence. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've been looking for places to rent here. There you go. Already. Chapter she, three. She chapter knows, three. I've been looking for places to rent here in the city, but it's hard because I have three pets and two vehicles. Oh, she got a zoo. It's okay. <laughs> I love I love animals. Yeah. Um, one is a project car. Oh, that's oh, right. She, she work out. She a mechanic. Yeah. Oh, you're kind of hot. Oh, she's like kind of sexy. Yeah, like, <laughs> sexy. Um, everywhere has, everywhere has limits and rules on pets and parking. True. I currently rent from a private landlord, and he doesn't care about the pets, which I am thankful for. But sadly, he doesn't have any other places available at the moment. I've been trying for years to make friends uh, here, and still nothing. I'm cool with my coworkers from my bar job, but they. Just ain't the vibe. I grew up on a farm, and sometimes I just feel like I don't fit in with the city people, LOL. Aww. <laughs> They're super nice people and invite me to hang out with them sometimes, but getting blackout drunk just isn't my idea of fun. HK. I, it's okay. It's not for everybody. <laughs> my idea of fun is going hiking or going to car events, concerts, or just activities in general. But there, well, there, there are people is who are a niche yeah, for you. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. thousand percent. Just go to those events by yourself. Yeah, what's... Um, make friends what's there. location? Oh, I don't know anybody out Kansas there. Kansas City, but yeah. I'm not against drinking. I just prefer flour, LOL. Okay. okay. Oh, she totally gives me pothead vibes. Yeah, yeah. I there do. is a niche for you. It's called LA. And literally, <laughs> you sound like everyone in LA. But in no, a I'm good pretty way. sure in her urban area, definitely somewhere. Yeah. I for do sure. like kick it at the dispensaries. Like, <laughs> uh, is it legal? Yeah. There? No, I don't know. She farms Just kidding. It yeah, maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. Um, I do like it here. It's warm most of the year. Uh, there's a lot of nature, things to do, career opportunities, etc. But I've been heavily debating on just moving back to my hometown. I'd love to stay here, but <clears throat> then part of me is just so sick of being lonely. I miss my family and friends. I have a cancer moon. I mentioned the idea to my family, and of course, they're all for it. My mom, uh, hold on. My mom owns rental property, so she's already trying to hold one for me, LOL. Oh, that's a mom thing. I also applied to a few jobs back home just in case. The thought of moving back home just makes me feel so guilty. When I was younger, all I ever wanted was to get out of town, move to a city, and start some sort of, excuse me, art business. I've been trying to start an art business, but... Uh, here, but no luck. The dream is to travel, paint murals, and maybe sell art online. Oh, I, I want to take another pause. I want to take Send another your intermission. Art over. I want to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, This is totally. I love this for you, and you're actually at the perfect point because you're not even pivoting from everything. You're just a point ready to launch. Yeah. And you can, and maybe it's not in this current city, but there are other cities out there. Um, obviously, we only know coastal cities, but. It's fucking big and populated. Yeah. It might be expensive, but you could you could make it happen. Yeah, you know? and like, if going home and resetting for a minute yeah. is something you need to do, yeah, that's fine too. I think true. That like, I think it's be, we sometimes look at it as like it's a it's a guilty thing to do, but it's a privilege to be able to have a family to welcome you with open true. arms and be Very like, true. okay, come here, start over, reset, save some money, and like not be in like shitty situations, like. Yeah. 
That's a privilege. Very true. Use it. I a thousand percent agree. Like if you just need to make, and you can also just plan it out and have distinct like guidelines or deadlines even like, cool, I'm just going to go home for six months, 12 months. And in those 12 months, save hard, save mm. everything you can, every penny. And then it'd be like, right. next thing you know, fuck it. I'm moving to SoCal where you could thrive as an artist doing murals. Oh yeah. Or even the Bay area. They love it here. Or a fucking another country because this one's going to shit. Right. <laughs> Canada. There's an art community. Right. You can find communities in urban areas that you can, you know, that have the same interests in you where you can be an artist be a creative, and yeah, you're a great place. So let's continue. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish paragraph already? Yeah. Um. Anyways, I just feel like oh. I. Oh. Wait, hold on. I don't feel like you did. No, I just finished the one. Oh, sorry. I just finished the one where it says oh, so the dream oh is my. to travel. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. I also feel guilty for staying here too because I just feel like I'm wasting time and missing out on my family's lives. My parents, Sagittarius and Libra. Oh, interesting. My parents too, Sag and Libra, and they divorced. So, hope they're okay. Um, <laughs> never mind. Are getting older. I have three little siblings. Two of them are Leos, and the other is an Aquarius. Shout out. And they all live back home, and they're still in school and or college. We all share similar interests, mainly art and cars. They're way younger than me, but honestly, I love spending time with them. We are very close. My bestie, Scorpio, also still also lives there still with her husband, Virgo, who is my cousin. And she just had a baby Capricorn. <laughs> I love that she's giving Everyone. everyone's her, like, her family tree chart. Yes. Like... Um, and I'm now a godmother. Me and Scorpio have been friends since high school. She's my ride or die, and I miss her so much. I have a few more friends that still live there, are relatively close to the area. One is a Gemini. Me and him have known each other since we were little. We were very close friends, but we both transferred schools and never really kept in touch until recently. We hung out a few times over the past year while I was visiting home, and girl, I caught the feels. I don't know, I was like waiting for like some dickuation. Dickuation. <laughs> dickuation. Um, I've been single for three years. My, la last, my, my last relationship was toxic and I'm still slightly traumatized. LOL. Me and Gemini have been open with each other about our feelings. And we both like each other, but because of the distance, we have just kept things casual, which I'm totally cool with. Honestly, I'm not necessarily looking for a relationship at the moment. Um, if it's still meant to be, it will be dot, dot, dot. I'm going to still have fun though. LOL. As you should. Pure app. Uh, I was Anyways. Anyways. I just feel, <laughs> I just feel like I am always missing out on friends and family's lives. Mainly my little siblings. They're still kids age nine, 14, 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. I try to visit as much as I can. It's a seven hour. <laughs> it's a seven hour drive. Ooh. So it's kind of hard to do on the weekends. Oh my gosh, on the week, yeah. Even if I do take a Saturday off, I normally go on holidays or when I have extra money. That's like between NorCal and SoCal. Yeah, it's five hours. Yeah, yeah not going to lie, my hometown kind of sucks, and it doesn't have much to offer career-wise. While the whole reason I left in the first place, it's very farm and agricultural based, so it's mostly cornfields. LOL. It's also full of very close-minded people, and winter is like 10 months out there. Jesus. 
uh, LOL, but I have people there who actually give a fuck about me. What should I do? Your thoughts, concerns, and opinions are very appreciated. Love y'all. Sending good vibes. Purple heart, Raven. Love Raven. you, Raven. So, so maybe she said Raven because she wanted us to sing the song. Because <laughs> we've been singing it a lot lately. <laughs> we were, we were. <laughs> and um, it's probably not. Um, you, yeah, you, you're at a very pivotal point. Go home. I think you can go home. There's yeah. no shame in going home, but there's also no shame in, in, in putting yourself first and wanting to adventure because you don't want to get to like the end of your life being like, oh, I wish I could or wish I did. If it comes to like, I just try to like balance between like being sporadic, being spontaneous while also recognizing I still have responsibilities and I still have to have my priorities in order. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I choose either or, you know, but for the most part, you you do have to take chances sometimes. And I think right now, considering your age, you don't have to take on the guilt of like, oh, I'm not there for my younger siblings. You're not raising them, right? And thankfully, in this era of technology, you can stay connected. You can still offer them. Yeah, and you can still offer them support. But I'm saying like if she decided to move away, let's say, for example, if you wanted to move to a coastal city, um, you can just be the big, it, pe people do that. Like, oh, my big college sister moved away to blah, 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 blah. Like, imagine if this was a different story and you got into, like, fucking Harvard. You would have to move away. and So make this next chapter in your life your Harvard. Make it, actually, fuck Harvard. I should not make that reference. Make it your Cal. <laughs> but, you know, like, even though it's not about going to an institute or a university, what it is is about prioritizing the next chapter of your life. And you can't live your life for other people. Yeah including your family and that's not to make it feel selfish it is selfish but in a healthy way because they're not going to live their life for you and as much as people would appreciate your your presence and support at the end of the day you still have to life live your life for yourself that's just my personal opinion yeah. but you can only sacrifice so much of your personal development especially at these young formative years before you realize oh i'm actually holding myself back so while going home is totally an option if you want to save financially if you are ready to take the fucking leap fucking hard launch that shit and and leap um i'm just such a huge proponent of that um but i i have no regrets of choosing independence um and again, it doesn't mean clearly you have so much love for your family. You'll always find a way to stay connected. Yeah. Um, and I also it, just think, sorry, no, oh, you're you good. Finish. Um, yeah, you'll always find a way to stay connected. And even that, if that means just coming around during holidays, that's kind of the best fucking time right? because then it means that they have to be nice on the times that they see you that's true. <laughs> and everybody loves the, it makes the holidays that much sweeter. Like it's just you, or then you can even plan like summer trips for like your little mm -hmm. siblings to come and visit you for summer. Like, how cool would that be if you moved to like SoCal and be like, oh, I'm going to take my siblings to like Disneyland. Like that would be so That'd sweet. Be Not so me writing sweet. your story, but you yeah. know what I mean? Like there are other, don't, you're, you're kind of caught tunnel vision right now and like only home and only Kansas City. Sorry, I don't want to reveal your location, but you know what I mean? Like, those are not your only two options. Explore your options. Give yourself more options, but also choose something because you can have a better experience by just fucking going for it. And it seems like you are a level-headed person where you know that you need to prioritize responsibilities. So yeah, you're going to do it in a, in a careful way um, because you care about your future and you care about your family. So yeah. rooting for you and excited for you, actually. Like, yeah. No, it's, it's just, it's like, it's a part of being like, young and 
exploring where you want to nest, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, and it can still be temporary. It doesn't have to yeah. be the be all end all. Exactly. You go. And like I said, it's a privilege to have, like it's a blessing um, to have a family that you could come home to. And I think if anything, that should like get you to not feel as like scared and anxious to go out there and try a new city or try something new. I also oh, she got like, the pets. I she got the pets. She got yeah. The pets. But that's okay. People make it work. Yeah. Euthanize. You know? Yeah, what were you saying? I said euthanize. I'm just kidding. Jesus. <laughs> dark. 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 Fucking, what is it? Um, what is that? Foundation? SPCA? Them. They'll come after us. Just kidding. Oh. Go after him. Oh, PETA. <laughs> PETA. PETA, bitch. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> PETA, bitch. Um uh, so, and also I was thinking, like, did she say how long she's been there for? Because that plays a part, too. You know, like. You mean with her current toxic Yeah, where she is. I mean, obviously her current. I don't think she did. I don't remember her saying it. Yeah, I mean, obviously move out of that situation. Long enough. Long enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously move out of that situation. But I think yeah. the city itself, you know, she was saying, like, yeah, my bar friends, I haven't made friends yet. And I think that, like, it takes time to really settle in. To live anywhere, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, even for, you know, I moved to the Bay Area, lived in California, technically my entire California. I lived in, yeah, well, I lived in um, LA basically for my entire life. And yeah. so to come to the to the Bay, the first year was really like, it was, you know, it was the best decision I ever made, but it was also very tough, you know, because one, I was moving with, with a boyfriend for the first time, and two, because... It was a brand new city, and I didn't have friends just down the street that I could call. So yeah. it was really like adjusting to just the newness of everything, and so it like it takes a while. And I think for the first year for me personally, it was really just adjusting to like the home life. And now, you know, my the second whole year, life? my what, my whole the life, whole life, my whole life, no, my home. <laughs> it congestion said ho, but my but I meant to say home. <laughs> If I could say that with a nasally nose, home, a home life. I was adjusting to my home yes, and like, you know, yeah. the, all of that stuff and like living with someone. So now it's like my second year I've been like, you know, okay, go out and explore and go, you know, make friends or whatever. And th that's hard. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Remember when you live with a gay Republican? What? Oh yeah. <laughs> the dungeon with the gay Republican. <laughs> She was locked in the, a gay Republican's dungeon, y'all. Literally, like, <laughs> when I write a movie or a show about my life, yeah. the gay Republican is definitely going to be... And you should cast Nathan. <laughs> you know what's funny? Nathan's he would play it so good. He would. He would play it so perfect. Oh, my God. I should cast Nathan. Oh, my God. He would <laughs> die. He would. Oh, my God. I can't. It's so funny. Um, oh God, that guy was such a trip, though. That's all. Maybe one day I'll do a whole Not episode. a gay Republican. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like how do but yeah you, you know when you move you live in absurd situations but yeah. anyways like it takes time to adjust to newness so yeah. maybe just give it time before just like running back home quickly um i don't know how long you've been there but if you've well, been there for a while and you've had you know like but again, she says her pets, just keep looking. There's ways. There's it's hard, ways. but there's ways. It takes time to look for places. But Living I was also... with the gay Republican. There you go. I <laughs> I reread I re like the beginning. And the thing is, 
you know, with your two jobs, working six days a week and also taking care of like multiple pets and a fucking psychotic immature roommate, you're already doing the work. Yeah. You're doing so much work outside of work, yeah. you know? So like if you're already going to struggle that hard, might as well struggle in a situation that's bettering you, you know? Right. If you, I know we keep pushing SoCal, but that's just like our proponent and not even specifically LA. All of SoCal, there's a lot of other areas, yeah. you know, and like there's Central California, there's Fresno. If you, I would not. That's basically <laughs> Texas. I got a huge Fresno following. <laughs> oh. like, we can knock them. They're like, come to Fresno. Like, we skipped over you. I know. Yeah. Is it safe? Actually, I've been to Fresno a bunch of times. Okay. It's, like, it's it's cool. It's okay. just really hot. It's oh. just like. It's just a lot I of. I thought it was very Republican out there. It but, is, but okay. it's. I guess maybe because it's so a lot be like it's show. a lot like <laughs> Santa Clarita in a way. So maybe that's oh. why it feels very familiar. Okay. Uh, but anyway, no shade. Shout out to Fresno. <laughs> but not shout out. Shout out to Santa Clarita. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> fuck Santa Clarita. Yeah, fuck Santa fuck Clarita. my friends in Santa Clarita. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're, if you're already working this, this hard, <laughs> let it out, girl. I don't know. I don't, I'm not even mad at them anymore. Well, right. Fuck y'all. But anyways, yeah. continue. If you're already Woo! doing this much work, you know, might as well. You're already going to work hard in that situation. So put yourself in a situation where, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the six months to 12 months, you can be like, yeah, I put in the work here, but it's now in a situation that I enjoy, you know? Yeah. Imagine yourself moving to a new city, any fucking where else, and it yeah the struggle is hard when you first get there but then after six months 12 months 18 months you're like i have a healthy friend group i have an awesome job working on cars or doing art or doing art on fucking cars you know like whatever it is like you can and then you have like four more pets you know like yeah. these things can happen you but they come at the cost of taking the fucking risk and sure it's not guaranteed but it's better than just staying stuck in the situation that you are so exactly. it's just something to consider. Yeah. Like there's been times where I always think about like when I'm complaining about where, you know, cause there's, we have goals, right? We've always want to be in a better place than we are now. As, and I'm like, uh, I'll get like hard on myself that I'm not at a place where I want to necessarily be. Yeah. And then I used to, and then I have to like remind myself, I'm like, no, like you prayed to be in this position yes. now. Yes. Like you, if I would have told younger stuff back in the dungeon days, like my situation now, she would have been fucking thrilled, yeah. you know, she like, it would have, it would have looked like luxury, you yeah. know? So yeah, it's yeah. just like having to remind yourself that like you used to pray to be in like the situation that you're in now. That's you very, know? very For the most part, obviously true. we all should be situations. I'm so sorry, but yeah, just yeah. know that it's possible and yeah. you, you could get there. And there's always, yeah. we always want to better our life. And yeah. just remind I think that's yourselves. literally what she said when she was saying like younger her, maybe that was someone else, but like younger her was like, I can't wait to move out type of thing. Right. And so and you're there, you're there, you know, and it's just another transition point. Yes. But you made it so you can make it further elsewhere too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, already over an hour. Oh, shit. This is why I love talking about things like this with you. <laughs> Life development. We're life coaches now. Uh, yeah, we are. Look at us. <laughs> Y'all listen and tune in to our life coaching sessions. <laughs> Jay Shetty, watch out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to work on his show too. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, plug yourself. <laughs> HK Brains. Come back to my studio. Aww, <laughs> we'll be here again. Hopefully, yes. we, could, we could cop the conference yeah, yeah. room the next time. And, uh, Club night is coming. Hey, I'm a push. I'm pushing this for y'all. Okay, I'm pushing so this. I need to tell the twins. I'm gonna be the host. 
HK Brain BGT takeover. <laughs> Anyways, follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there. <laughs> we need to do that again <laughs> but like in a tighter a tighter yeah harmony. we'll make a harmony yeah well yeah okay all right bye <laughs> broke girl therapy broke broke girl therapy hey there it's rachel ballinger and i am extremely excited to invite you to rachel uncensored it's my podcast where i sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so we cover things from personal stories to hot button issues and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me it's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly but don't worry i'm still sort of slightly a decent human being if you're intrigued then make sure you check it out new episodes drop every wednesday you can find it on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts trust me you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on rachel uncensored